solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter One. Dudley demented. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And this is Potter, Potter Watch. Watch. I almost forgot to join in there. <laughs> no, I was like, okay. Um, we're doing Order of the Phoenix. Woo! New book. I got my hardcover out. Molly's favorite book. Very exciting. Woo-woo. And it starts out pretty exciting. Yeah, she starts off like every other YA novel I've ever read, right in the middle of the action. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I don't know how much preamble we need to do before getting into it, but... Right. We're Um, here. We're... We talked a lot at the end of the series about, like, what's to come, so I feel like we got all that out of the way. Yes. Kind of, but... Yes, definitely. Um, I will say, um, Dudley Demented, which is the title of this chapter, um, as J.K. Rowling... By J.K. Rowling. Um, Who? Guys, it's going to be a struggle. This is um, an early morning episode. We have coffee instead of alcohol. (laughs) Um, Dudley Demented is a good chapter title. Like, it seems like something that, not like that we come up with the best ones, but it doesn't seem as, like, neutral as J.K. Rowling's. It seems, it seems like something like, we would have come up with. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. It seems like something that we would have come up with. Like, kind of silly. Yeah. It's very silly for a serious thing that yeah. happens. Dudley demented. <laughs> <laughs> Dudley traumatized. <laughs> Yikes. Forever. <laughs> that's my chapter <laughs> title. <laughs> Alex's chapter title, because she didn't write one ahead of time, is Dudley traumatized forever. <laughs> Okay, did you end up doing it? Whoops. Okay. Um, my rename is Out of Sight. Mm. Which there's like triple... I just want to go through like the triple meaning. Yeah, there. go ahead because I'm loving it. Harry's out of sight in the Rose Garden. Mm-hmm. He also feels out of sight with everybody in, in the his Wizarding life. World. Oh. And then like they are literally... The, de- the Dementors like make everything out of sight. Yeah. So just to walk around through that. That was really... <laughs> That was a spot. Wow. I did this at like 1 a.m. Wow. You get very poetic at 1 a.m. Apparently. Yeah. So should I just do my hike? I'll do my, I'll I'll come up with one on the spot. That'll be exciting. Okay. Just start. No, you you have to do yours. (laughs) Just start your, um, spoken word poetry. Just do some spoken word. I'll do some spoken word. I love when you do spoken word. (laughs) Harry, in the garden, searching for some news. News, news, news. News gone. News wrong. Muggle news. Dementors. Nice. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. I'll just do a regular haiku. I'll Go. try and follow that. <laughs> no, this was not my best spoken word. <clears throat> Anger fills Harry. Unable to know or fight, he must win with light. <laughs> yeah, you really should not have gone for 
That would have been bad. Can I get that again? Okay. Anger fills Harry. Unable to know or fight, he must win with light. Oh, oh, I love it. Also, um, I have a, a running theme in this chapter of that's what she said moments that happen. Oh yeah, there's some a lot of sexual undertones. And anger fills Harry. <laughs> Just really encompasses that yeah. part of the chapter oh, for yeah. me. Like we are 15. We've got a lot of wand innuendo going yeah. on in this chapter. A lot of angry boners. <laughs> a lot of angry boners. Um, I feel like I didn't actually take that many notes on this chapter, but... Um, well, just so we all know, I'm in a show right now, and I have no time. I'm in a show, and I'm rehearsing for my next show. So I did these notes after my show last night and I don't know what I have written here so yeah. it's a it's a shock all right let's get into it um like I don't even have a note on the first page oh my god um do you ever oh <laughs> usually um so my first note is sassy because like I said late at night yeah um it's about her like trying to make us think like who is it that she could be describing? She's mm. like, with black hair, raggedy clothes, and my notes are, do you think that boy is Harry? Oh, it is. Now, we're just going to shift to a new character. <laughs> uh, Neville Longbottom appears. And she, like, does the Harry name drop. Like, she'll be like, Harry Potter. And I'm like, did we need this J.K. Rowling? This is, like, not the first book. Like, first of all, all your books are called Harry Potter and the something. So, like, a really good one would have been, like, dark hair, scruffy, and then it was, like, and Tom Riddle, you know? Serious Black. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if it was serious. Could you imagine just getting a serious flashback? Mm. That would have been great. I'm, that is a very sassy you know, I kind of liked how she did that beginning part. I don't hate it. I just, I want to I call her out on it. Yeah. I want to roast her like you would a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were friends. <laughs> J.K. Rowling and I are on such good terms that I feel the need to edit and roast. <laughs> I know, I felt bad at one point, because I was, like, really nitpicking, I was like, this is, like, not a mean nitpick, it's just, like, because we're, we're close, and, like, I'm close with the bugs. But I think that's right, and we've talked about this before, where it's, like, we are, I would say, like, Harry Potter level, like... We're allowed. You know that thing where it's, like, if you do 10,000 hours of anything, you become an expert on it? Mm -hmm. I feel like we've hit our 10,000 hours, yeah. and I feel like... And then some with this podcast. Exactly, so we just... <laughs> I feel like we have, like, earned the right yeah. to be a little nitpicky, and we get to have fun with it because we know it all comes from a place of deep love <laughs> of this world. Um, I also started with a sassy note, but, like, specifically towards Vern. My boy, Vern. <laughs> Vern sounds like a character from, like, Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. Vern. Vern. Get the cow in here. <laughs> <laughs> the cow inside this home. Um, he says, like, um, I don't even think Dudley knows who the prime minister is. And I'm like, not a real great point. Like, right. not well made. My, my note says, you should be concerned that your 15-year-old son doesn't know who the prime minister yeah, is. Yeah, he's like, why would this boy, I, Harry Potter, 
like when I watch the news, like Dudley doesn't even know who the like. That's not like, a good you point. Should, you should not a good point. Also, you should like get him a tutor or something, or tell him maybe because that's make just, him watch the news. That is not good. That's embarrassing for everyone involved. Can you imagine if he had some sort of accident, like being attacked by Dementors, and the doctor was like, "Okay, what day is it? Who's the prime minister?" He'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, but I didn't know that before. Um, I like the little clue about Mrs. Fig here. And putting Mr. Tibbles on him, I'm assuming. Because it says, Harry listened to, he watched Mrs. Fig, a fatty cat loving old lady from nearby, wisteria walk, ambles slowly past. She was frowning and muttering to herself. I'm thinking that she's putting the cat there right now mm -hmm. under the car. Um, and I just like that. And that she's, like, keeps trying to invite him for tea. She's the only one looking out, I think. Oh, Mrs. Fig is a great character. And I think she does this chapter with her really well. Just in leading up to last yeah. book. Um, um, the idea of Dudley going to tea with his friends is... <laughs> I know, and that they believe it. Is Yeah, is an image that I... I wish my friends would do tea. Right. Us. <laughs> but, like, Dudley. Were you saying, like, you mean me? Like, no, 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 no. I was like, yes, you're a friend. Right, I like, wish you would am do I tea. your friend? <laughs> do tea. No, I meant, like, yes, we are the kind of people that would legitimately, in high school, have been like, we're going to tea with our friends. Like, that would have been, like, yeah. a fun, cute thing. Like, I would do that now. But, um, the idea of Dudley, wrestling champion, like, bully, being like, I'm going to tea with my friends every yeah. night. Like, who believed him? For, like, six hours. What? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, this is the part where I was, like, a little sassy towards J.K. Rowling and Petunia. Because Petunia says, like, at the Polkises, and then he's got so many little friends, he's so popular, and it's like... Who is she saying this to? Like, just to Vernon? Like, why does she feel the need to, like, brag about Dudley having friends to, like, just Vernon? Although, my mom does this all the time. But probably it's, in front of somebody. No. Like, just in front of my dad and I, she just feels the need to talk about DJ. Ah, yeah. Like, all the time. And I think, and sometimes I feel like it's, like, about things that she's maybe insecure about, which I think... Is what it's, to, to that's what I doing. thought too. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, I just I have to say it out loud because if it's out loud, then it's true. <laughs> Yikes! That was my impression of Petunia. Oh, I'm at their um, the lack of info from the fan brands. Oh, I just had like a wow, super racist to uh, <laughs> Vernon saying, "Give him a lifelong siesta." I would in response to the Spanish bag handlers. Never caught that before. Me, I don't think reading me it. Me either. Wow. So. But so accurate to his character. Oh, yeah. Like, what a good line to describe Vernon Dursley. He's such a Trump fan. It's out oh, of control. Oh, it's out, it's out of control. <laughs> How much Vernon Dursley Like, he's would in have the voted UK voting for, for Trump. Trump. <laughs> he faked a U.S. pass. This is voter fraud. <laughs> Okay. He also definitely was a Brexit. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 
he's basically like a little Trump, like especially when they describe him like being. Well, like, he's always described as a purple, but, like, yeah. purple orange. Yeah, no, I get a Trump vibe and his, like, hot-headedness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think um, Vernon might be a little bit smarter than Trump. I'd I- rather hang out with Vern. I don't know. He's a child abuser. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with either. Okay. Retract. Retract. <laughs> but, yes, I, I, you know. It's fucked that he doesn't get any news. Oh, sorry. I'm still on the muggle news. Yeah, see, that's what I... Sorry. I... Okay, here's what I think happened in my notes is I actually think because I had to re... I got a new computer, so I had to re-download the audiobooks. And so I didn't have them on my phone, which means I can't, like, go through chapter to chapter Mm -hmm. and I can't, like, rewind and fast forward the same way. So you were just, like, writing as So I was writing quickly as it was going, and I think I accidentally skipped... A bit of the audiobook. Well, but I, I've read it so many times that, like, I didn't feel like I missed anything. Um, I just, um, have some silly notes on the news. Okay. Um, and finally, Bungie the Budgie has found a novel way of keeping cool this summer. Bungie, who's at the Five Feathers in Barnsley, has learned to water ski. I have never known what a fucking budgie is. And Harry mentions it later. Um, you know what it is now? I just looked it up. What is it? Do you know what it is? No. It's a bird. It's like a parrot. And I'm so confused about this on the news. She had so much fun here. I know. But I'm like, a bird water skiing? Also, like... Who lives at the Five Feathers? See, this is really funny because I think this is like it's it it reads to me as very Tim Burton, like how he when in all of his like movies, how he characterizes like people that live in suburbs, like his like over the top like yeah parody of those people. Like this is what's on the Muggle news. Like there's nothing to note, so they have to like yeah. be talking about parrots water skiing. <laughs> Also, I could kind of see this on the British local news. Yeah. <laughs> when you say you're at, are you past him getting caught by the window? Yeah, see, I think it skipped. Okay. Okay, well, I just have, like, two I can notes. talk with you. I know what happened. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just have two notes. Well, so, like, the, the crack sound, um, the, like, of somebody disapparating. Yeah. I think, isn't it, like, normally described, like, quieter, like, a popping noise? Like, that seems very loud for somebody operating or just... Like, I know Dobby crack, does a crack. Crack has been, I think, used... You know, they... You know, the crank... The crack is used in the Harry Potter... No. So sorry. They're really into They're crack. really into crack. The I, crack. Honestly, it's so embarrassing. I, did, I know so little about crack that I couldn't even figure out how to make that joke. Like, I couldn't smoke say crack. smoke... Is it smoke? Smoke crack. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway... Um, the cr- they've used crack of apparition before. I, I know specifically with house elves, but I also feel like they say pop, like a popping noise. I think they use both. Because I just think if people are, like, apparating and disapparating, it wouldn't be that loud. Like, a gunshot. I don't... Is that what it's described as in here? A gunshot? Yeah. A loud, echoing crack broke the sleepy silence like a gunshot. I think it broke the silence like a gunshot would break the silence. 
But I don't know if the crack is that loud. Well, the Dursleys hear it and, like, scream. That's weird. That's, that's what I mean. It that's seems weird. Too loud. That's weird. I it's don't. Too that's loud. too loud. That apparition can't be that loud, right? Because I think later they describe it more of a pop, but like the house house has always been crack like that, and like that's pretty consistent. I think maybe wow, Mundunka sucks. First of all, but I know this is such a foreshadow. This deal with Mundungus, like we should have known. Yeah. Um, and then I just had a short note about Harry, like, going back to hashtag old magic, back, back to his roots, um, <laughs> when he, like, lets out a, like, anger from within, yes. and his Uncle Vernon, like, lets go of him. I was like, that's some old school Harry. Well, I, I had, I, like, went back to this moment when I was thinking about his little, like, threat with Dudley, like, later, mm-hmm. and I'm like, boy, put down that wand, you know you and accidental magic yeah. do not go well. Like, you're really tempting fate here, brah. Yeah. Okay, now I'm at, like, him being like, I don't want to say that I'm not getting the news. Oh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Did you have a note about that? I know it was just that oh. I was sad about it. <laughs> we know my feelings on it. Like, I went to write notes about it, and I was like... They know. They already know. Yeah. I felt like Petunia had, like, a nice moment of, like, asking some good cues rather than Vernon. Because <laughs> she's, like, I mean, she's still annoying, but she's, like, what were you doing under the window? And <laughs> what are the owls doing if they're not bringing you news, kind of? And I was, yeah. like, those are good cues. Yeah. It's kind, good, of a, kind of a... Good investigatory. Kind of a shot to the... Yeah. To where it hurts, though. I mean, she doesn't know that. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, just in, for Harry, it's like, don't you know what's fucking going on yeah. me? You don't understand me. Which they don't, but... Um... He's just, like, in his head a lot. Oh, I had some long... I, like, se- like I self-identify notes. <laughs> oh, no. Should I go into it? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I would feel just as indignant as Harry. Um, he's talking about, like, Harry, or Ron and Hermione's letters about, like, we can't say much, but yeah. da, da, da. And I'm like, I hate it when people tell me they know something and then don't tell me. Yeah. Or, like, I feel like everyone's in on something, like a joke, except for me. Like, it just really gets my blood boiling. I'm like, yeah. Harry, I'm with you. I feel this anger right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. I definitely feel that. I I also feel... I don't know. I, I don't... I could be reading into this. I don't, I, but it feels like Hermione is a little bit, like, enjoying that she knows something. Why specifically Hermione? I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like she would. And I don't, that's what I'm saying. I'm, like, reading into it. I don't... I don't, I don't think that's that. true. It's just especially because later she seems like the most sympathetic. Yeah, only for that reason. But why her? It's just not like Percy. No, 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 no. Not I. And I didn't mean to imply that it's that. Yeah. Big. I just think like I don't know. It's annoying. I I just I'm I'm really mad at Dumbledore now. I'm trying to take yeah. it out on somebody. I if anything I feel like 
Ron would be more like, I'm finally, like... <laughs> but I don't think Ron would do he's that not to Harry. That, he's also not thinking that deeply. Right, that's... I really said Hermione because Ron wouldn't think to... Yeah. Yeah, like that. Why is she spending all summer at the borough? Does she hate her parents? Well, they're not even at the borough. Or wherever they are. Yeah. You know, why, like... I don't know why she's there. Why? Like, she hates her parents. That is what I've come to the conclusion of. Yeah. She doesn't like them. I don't think it's that. I do, I feel like it would be really hard to have, like, muggle parents, and you spend all of your time in the wizarding world, and then going back to that, and not being able to, like, talk to them about... But she can talk to them about, like, what she's doing. I think it'd be really hard. I think it's hard to be in both worlds, certainly. Yeah. But, like, if my child was gone all year, and then the one time that they're home, yeah. they spend it with another family, like, it just would be a no-go. It just wouldn't yeah. happen. Like, why is she there? I don't know. That's, That's a good so question. so weird. And she did, and there's no and reason. it's, like, all summer. And there's no reason for her to be at Grimmauld Place. Like, there, yeah. why would she's she be not, there? She's not in danger at home or anything right. like that. Like, Harry is should be there. He is in danger where he is. Um, yeah, and I was like, it's doubly fucked up how isolated Dumbledore made him when he's, like, dealing with this PTSD. Right. Like, I'm very upset with Dumbledore. It, it, that, oh, but when you think about the PTSD, that could be a reason she's there. Like, because she can't, like, talk to her parents about, like, Cedric dying and about the Triwizard Tournament and all of that stuff. I don't think Hermione's dealing with PTSD like Harry is. Not the same level, but I think, like, any time you, like, see a dead body, someone you went to school with as a teen, like, that's traumatizing. Yeah, but I don't... I, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find an excuse because it makes no fucking sense. I wonder if they'll say anything about it. When um, we get to it. When we finally get, like, hook up with Ron and Hermione. Ayo. That's what mm. he, she, they said. I need to keep it late. Keep it late. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I'm mad at Dumbledore not for, like, what he's doing, but how he's doing it. Like, he just needs to, like, it, like let Harry know why this is happening. That's yes. really what I have more of an issue with is, like... Not only is he, like, isolating him and, like, all of this stuff, it's, like, you're not even telling him why, like, you have to do this. Like, because I can see why, like, Dumbledore's, like, making these choices. Like, he's, I think, doing them for the right reasons, but he's not explaining it to anybody that needs it to be explained to them. But also, I think then he could run into the issue of what you were saying earlier when someone, when you, like, are talking to someone and they say, like, you're not ready to know yet, and then... You're like, well, fuck you. Because that it'll ultimately lead to that question. I'm thinking more of, like, this idea of, like, this connection with Voldemort. And Dumbledore is worried that, like, the connection's going to be used against Harry. And oh, so that's why that, you can't, you can't, like, like, you can't know too much because... Yeah, like, we have to keep you at a certain distance because, like, Voldemort might use it against you. And I think Harry would understand, like, he'd still be mad, but he'd understand that more. And it would also make him work harder at occulency because right. he doesn't give a shit about it. Yeah. So I think if those things were explained to Harry, like, Harry needs to have a reason why he's doing something. Like, he doesn't, he, that's yeah, why he doesn't, doesn't do his homework because yeah. he doesn't feel there's a need for it. And that's, yeah, Ugh, he's so lazy. I really, um, I also think maybe that's why they have Hermione at Grimmel Place. 
you're really on this. Wait, what? Why? It doesn't make sense to me. So I, I want to figure it out. It seems so point. I mean, like, what it, were you I, about to say? When I say though? it doesn't make sense, I mean like it doesn't make sense for Hermione to not want to be with her parents, but it also doesn't make sense for J.K. Rowling to have included it, other than to isolate Harry more. Yeah. You know, like, but um, I think because maybe on the one hand, even though they're fighting against it she needs to see like she needs to hear like what's going on like even though the like the adults like don't want them to know that stuff you know it's like she needs to know so that like maybe with harry later like somebody has to be in the know and ron is like not trustworthy in that i think she i think like she wants to be there because she feels like helpless right that Voldemort and she's like I want to be where like she's like Harry she wants to be where the action and she has the ability to yeah so I think that's I think that's why I think I don't bump on it as much because I feel like that's where everybody that's where the war effort yeah and um yeah you're right yeah yeah that 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 makes more sense to me is like she wants to be at the heart of it I, yeah, I wouldn't want to sit home with my muggle family if, like, and feeling there like was a war was. coming. Yeah. And not getting news. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think Harry has a point with this whole Sirius situation. Like, I get where Sirius is coming from. And he's like, not like you would have done. <laughs> yeah, yo, that's so sassy. But, like, when Harry's, like... You serious? You're telling me to stay calm? Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Um. <laughs> yeah, keep your nose clean. It's pretty ironic in a devastating way. I think at least they're writing him because, like, in the second one, when he thinks nobody's writing him, that's, like, yeah, even worse. That is worse. Um. I was like, it sucks that he's, like, normalizing his Voldemort visions by, like, the locked door thing. He's like, yeah. oh, it's probably just because I feel trapped. It's like, nope. Also, Harry, have you been in therapy? No. Like, that seems like a very therapeutic he conclusion needs to, be to, in therapy. to come from. Harry's been doing the classic Alex um, web MDing <laughs> and um, self-diagnosing <laughs> to cope. <laughs> like, uh... Um, yes, so these dreams clearly mean that I feel trapped, and so... <laughs> this must be this locked feeling inside. <laughs> inside. This locked monster like, no boy, you're me. depressed because you were abused, uh, and also you just watched your friend die. Go see a fucking therapist. Get on medication. Trouble doesn't find you, Harry. Why would you even consider intervening? Uh, with the guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't, though. I know, he doesn't. Good on him. But he's like, I'm patting myself on the back. Look at me keeping my nose down. And I'm like, Harry. That's like the base level. Um, oh, I just had another identifying with Harry thing right before that. Um, he's like seething. And like, I feel that like when you can't like get your anger or talk to the person you're angry with you just like see and like you make up an entire narrative in your head that like fits with your anger and he, that's what he's like doing he's like how could Dumbledore have forgotten him so easily why are running like he just goes through this whole thing like again this is his like third like I'm angry <laughs> yeah I can definitely see 
like where people are coming from for this is the angst book. But but this he, point so I identify it's so with. It's so deserved. Yeah. Like earned, I mean. He sorry. says the injustice of it all. Like, and it is the injustice. There are other points in this book that I don't agree with Harry being mad about, but like these parts, I'm like, I get this. I also think like when adults talk about Harry being angry here, they remember it, and this could be like me putting words in people's mouth, but, like, they remember it from when they were first reading it when they were, like, a teenager or whenever they were first reading it. Because I feel like reading this as an adult, I'm like, Harry, like, is going through a lot. Yeah, but even as a child, I was like, yes. Like, I think that's why I don't get as mad at Harry in this book as other people, because I, like, feel so identified with it. Right, but that's what, but people, like, hate this book because they're, like, Harry's an annoying, like, whiny, like, going through puberty. I think through the entire book. But he earns that! Like, he should have been grumpy this whole time! You guys were lucky you got a pleasant Harry. If I had the life Harry had, I would be impossible to be around. Yeah. I'm very sympathetic here, but I know for sure there are other points in the book where I think he's, like, being unreasonably angry. I feel like we should give, like, we should come up with, like, a fun thing for when we feel ourselves getting annoyed with him. Like, puberty points or something. Okay. Like, we'll, we'll, like, we'll workshop it. Yeah. We'll be like, "Mm." Oh, yeah, so then he's, like, talking about, like, using his wand against those guys, and I'm like... This doesn't make me feel good, Harry. Like, he wants to, like, use his, like, wand on muggles. And, like, I'm not saying, like, they don't deserve it. But, like, it's not a good look, It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Like, I know it's not because they're muggles. But it's not good that you have magic and they don't. Well, I think this is, like, a really good reason for why there is an age that yeah, you're, you're, not are, you're not allowed to use magic until. Like, I don't think seventh year Harry would ever consider... Oh, he's so above it by that point. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, this is a really good way to show that, like, oh, it's really important that kids don't have magic. It's yeah. really important that we have rules in regards to things that could kill people. <laughs> Whew. Anyway. <laughs> also... <laughs> oh, I said maybe this is a bit too much sass towards Sirius. Uh, oh, I thought that was worse. It was funny. It was funny, but I was like, okay, calm down. There you go, Sirius. Nothing rash. Kept my nose clean exactly the opposite of what, what you, you would have done. Rude. true. Um, we know who the real big D is. I don't think we need to say a lot on that. <laughs> I, I like, cannot handle the... the they're like gang. They're gang. I'm gang in parentheses. They're gang. The idea, the nickname Big D comes with so much. I mean, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. I am making a gag. I'm not face. saying it like that. I, but I, that's what I, I was implying when I was like, Big D comes with a lot of connotation that I think J.K. Rowling certainly knows. Like, she's a funny lady. She knew what she was Apparently, saying. Apparently not everybody thought that because... What? <laughs> there's a band out there that um, Siri Griff listens to called Big D and the Kids' Table. And I <laughs> had a lot of issues with the name. And apparently that wasn't a thing back then, but I'm like, it's very concerning. How is that not a thing? 
Like, big D at the kids' table is problematic. That's what I said. And apparently I'm a bad guy for thinking that. I... (laughs) Somebody's awfully quiet in the other room. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. So, I think because people... What Griffin said was that, like, people didn't say, like, that, like... The idea of, like, that D is, like, a colloquial, like, a more common day, current day colloquialism. But, like... Like, in the 90s or whatever, people didn't say... dick was definitely a thing. Yeah, but people didn't say, like, D, like that. Like, big D. Like, they that wasn't the conversation. I feel like anything is sexual if you put big in front of it, and D is asking for it. But I think that's, like, in our in, day. Maybe. In our current day. Maybe. The year of our Either Lord, way. 2019. <laughs> I feel like people were using D when this book was written. I think this book is written in our day, so to speak. Yeah. Big dud. Even worse. <laughs> but makes more sense, honestly. I A mean, big he's dud. Big double D, really. Dudley Dursley. A double dud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, there's so many sexual undertones here. Oh, yeah. Not just the big D thing. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, please. um, Give us a few. That that thing you're hiding. Yep. Harry grinned again. (laughs) And then, um, (laughs) what do you mean I'm not brave in bed? That's my next note! Uh, what but would wait, brave in bed look bef- like? Before before we get into the the innuendo, which are a plenty, can we talk about this obliteration of Dudley that happens here? Harry's roast game is on fire. Yeah, it is next about level. About the, the cheeky line is my favorite. Um... I'm gonna put a quote in. Can we put the whole the roast the roast of Dudley Dursley just okay. that whole quote so in? Starting with a. Hey, Big D, Dudley turned. Oh, he grunted. It's you. How long have you been Big D then? Said Harry. Shut it! Snarled Dudley, turning away again. Cool name, said Harry, grinning and falling into step beside his cousin. But you'll always be ickle diddykins to me. I said, shut it, said Dudley, whose ham-like hands had curled into fists. Don't the boys know that's what your mum calls you? Shut your face! You don't tell her to shut her face? What about popkin and dinky diddydums? Can I use them then? Dudley said nothing. The effort of keeping himself from hitting Harry seemed to be demanding all his self-control. So, who have you been beating up tonight? Harry asked, his grin fading. Another ten-year-old? I know you did Mark Evans two nights ago. He was asking for it, snarled Dudley. Oh, yeah? He cheeked me. Yeah? Did he say you look like a pig that's being taught to walk on its hind legs? Because that's not cheek, Dud. That's true. Think you're a big man carrying that thing, don't you? Dudley said after a few seconds. What thing? That, that thing you're hiding. Harry grinned again. Not as stupid as you look, are you, Dud? But I suppose if you were, you wouldn't be able to walk and talk at the same time. 
Harry pulled out his wand. He saw Dudley look sideways at it. You're not allowed, Dudley said at once. I know you're not. You'd get expelled from that freak school you go to. How do you know they haven't changed the rules, Big D? They haven't, said Dudley, though he didn't sound completely convinced. Harry laughed softly. You haven't got the guts to take me on without that thing, have you? Dudley snarled. Whereas you just need four mates behind you before you can beat up a ten-year-old. You know that boxing title you keep banging on about? How old was your opponent? Seven? Eight? He was sixteen, for your information, snarled Dudley. And he was out cold for twenty minutes after I'd finished with him, and he was twice as heavy as you. You just wait till I tell Dad you had that thing out. Running to Daddy now, are you? Is his ickle boxing champ frightened of nasty Harry's wand? Not this brave at night, are you? sneered Dudley. This is night, Diddykins. That's what we call it when it goes all dark like this. I mean, when you're in bed, Dudley snarled. He has stopped walking. Harry stopped too, staring at his cousin. From the little he could see of Dudley's large face, he was wearing a strangely triumphant look. What do you mean, I'm not brave in bed, said Harry, completely nonplussed. What, am I supposed to be frightened of pillows or something? I heard you last night, said Dudley breathlessly. I was cracking up. I was like, Harry, you have you been practiced? These are Harry's shower thoughts. Like in his head. He's it, like practicing. While he's in the shower, he's like practicing. When he was these. on the swing. Yeah, he was like, I'm not going to use my wand, but I'm going to think of a bunch of mean things to say to him later. <laughs> They're perfect. The kid who gets bullied becomes the bully. Stop. Dudley deserves this. <laughs> <laughs> Dudley is horrifying. He throws rocks at cars and presumably children. <laughs> like, um, yikes! But then he he gets Harry back in a horrible way. Oh yeah. Then who's Cedric? Your boyfriend? Yikes! Really sad. Also, don't disrespect Harry's coming out. Period. He's having nightmares about it. I know. It's really, really sad. I... Uh... And then he puts his wand up to Dudley's heart. Um, that... I didn't like that. I was like, Harry... Like I was saying earlier, I don't think you can really take that chance. Yeah. And then... And I, like somebody saw you. Like, it's just reckless. It's very reckless. But you know what it does, Mirror? I just thought about it. The, um, Sectusempra. In bathroom. Why? Just like, oh, like, I'm going to put it at your heart. Like, don't mess with me. Like, don't you push me too far. And then, like, with Septicempra, he's, like, doesn't really know what the spell does. He's acting rash. It's a bully. Like, it just seems like this is what he does, and he doesn't have consequence for it. And then, like, later, he, like, he acts rash again, and it, like, really comes back to bite him. I guess. I don't see it as direct of a... Comparison. I don't, I'm not thinking, Mostly, oh, J.K. Like, his Rowling. relationship with the two are very different, I think. Yes. I mean, I, although I do think, like, she, Harry uses Dudley to talk about Malfoy, too. Like, when we first meet, 
Draco yeah. like, in one. Like, I think those two are paralleled in his life, where it's, like, in terms of, like, the bully aspect. Especially in Six, like, the relationship between Harry and Malfoy is very different, because he's a Death Eater and all of this nonsense. But, but I think the way that Harry is bullied by Dudley is not... Like, Harry's, like, straight up bullied by Dudley as a kid, and, like, he doesn't have that relationship with Malfoy. It's, like, tit for tat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. So, like, this is, like, I'm I'm coming back at you after all of these years of you, like, doing this to me, but for... The thing with Malfoy, it's, like, Malfoy hits him with a spell, so he hits back. Like, it's very much, like, a... Oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, the the experiences feel very different to me. And that just, yeah, not saying, like, he does one thing worse or... I mean, yeah, like, his temper, I guess, is the same, like, but... Yeah. Like, his relationship to them is very different. Yeah, I didn't... I guess I wasn't really talking about the relationship, but just in terms of, like, Harry... His, like, temper. His temper and his... His his threshold for what he can actually handle. Because I feel like for what he's gone through, he does do a very good job usually of, like, reining it in enough to, like... But, like, here, he hits a certain frequency and it just, like, goes over his head. He, like, can't handle it. Yeah. I mean, I think he's, like, more in control with Dudley. And then, like, with Malfoy, he's, like, he is trying to do a spell on him he just doesn't know what it is so right. he's like it's not like he lost control and did a spell he's like trying to hit him back with a spell right but I, yeah oh i see that's different too i yes i didn't mean to like totally tear down your oh no it's fine i just i just would have never put I, this he doesn't together, mean to do that but he, he does mean to he do does, something he does mean to do something but he doesn't mean to um but that's just, like, him being stupid of, like, using a spell he's never used before. Yeah, that's a different sort of ignorance. <sighs> Harry. Ugh. Okay, I'm gonna getting all dark and scary. Harry. This is a terrifying scene. I'm scared, and I also, I'm not sure I buy it. Did, did, did everything go dark with the Dementors before? Yeah. Like... It doesn't always feel as dark. Yeah, that that was weird to me. Like, but he does talk about, like, in other scenes, like, where, like, the stars disappear. Yeah. I, so it's it's not like, it. I guess in the way that they described it here, it was like, it's dark because they can't, black, it's yeah. pitch black. It all, And they, they keep talking about their eyes, like, something has affected their eyes, and I know that's not what she's implying. Yeah. But it, like, feels like their eyes went black instead of, like, the night went black. Because when he falls on his broom, that doesn't feel like it's completely pitch black. No. But on the train it does. Yeah, so maybe it's just, like, where they are. But, like, the Quidditch scene should be essentially equivalent to this one because they're, like, outdoors. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird to me that it and was, like, the sun left. Like, th- n- there was nothing. Yeah. Pitch black seemed very weird to me because it hadn't been described in that way. Like, I can see a train would go dark because that's the only source of light. Maybe yeah. it's at night. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Right. I think in the movie they do a good job because they're, like, in that tunnel In the thing. tunnel. Yeah. But even then, it doesn't go pitch black. Well, that's just because you have to see for the movie. Right. Yeah. I think they did the movie scene really well. Oh, yeah. That beginning part. That movie scene. I do remember that. (laughs) 
Um, Why wouldn't he immediately say Lumos, though? As soon as, like... He's a dumb boy. I can't talk about it. I can't talk I can't talk about it. Before Dudley hits him. But, like, if you can't see and you want to know where they are, use your wand. Unless he's, like, trying not to use magic, I guess, but... I don't think he is. Because he seems like he just remembered that Lumos existed. Yeah, when he's, like, looking for his wand. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, just hold on to that wand, bud. Like, I know you just got in the so face dumb. and it was a surprise, but, like, I would I also harder th- To be fair, wand, I, I think. think he's so in shock yeah. that they're there. I also forget that that's, like, his worst fear. So he's, yeah. like, numbed. So I'm gonna stop calling him dumb, because I... I'm not saying he's dumb, but, like, if you're, like... I mean, kind of. Like, that part where it's, like, it's all dark, I can't see, I'm yeah. holding my wand... Just say Lumos. Right. Like, that's one of the, the spells you've mastered. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't just happen. Like, Harry's instinctual magic didn't kick in. He doesn't, he doesn't. do instinctual magic. <laughs> I know. I just am... I'm wondering. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do think it's very realistic how it doesn't work at automatically. Expecto Patrona. Yeah, that's because he's too shaken. Well, and he's like in a real, like he's not he's, having a lot of he's happy He's in a depressed, depressed, depressed state right now. And I was wondering if it's like, is it like riding a bike? Like doing certain spells? Like do you have to keep doing them to like be good at them? Or is it something like once you learn it, like you'll always be able to do it? I think it's once you learn it, you're always going to be able to do it. But I think because you're right in that he's not in the right state to do uh, Patronus great. Because, like, J.K. Rowling has been, like, like George never can do a yeah. Patronus again. Like, though, it's so based on... Your emotions. Your emotions that I But think... he also hasn't done it in a while, so I was wondering if it's, like, one of those spells where it's, like, you have to... Yeah. Keep working on... Like, I don't know. Like, this spell seems just so tricky that... Yeah. I don't know if it's the same. I don't know. It's not like Lumos. It's not Lumos. <laughs> well, he gets a lot of practice with expelling. Yeah, that one he's got. Down. He's That's got his it. instinctual one. <laughs> That's his only instinctual spell. Hey, it helps him. It out, works. So. Okay. <laughs> the name broke. Don't fix it. Um. That was my last note, though. Well, and like, yay, Mrs. Fig. Oh, I have lots of okay. questions. I have lots of cues. What do you think Dudley experiences when he feels to mentors? I think he probably hates himself. Yeah, that's what I was, because I, that's really sad, but like. That's why he picks on other people, because he like doesn't like who he is and like that he's a, he's a big guy. <laughs> that's really sad. I also think it. Yes, like, Dementors pick on, like, your worst bits. So, like, if you have a hard life, it's, like, really hard for you to experience them. But it's not like Ron in the first one or, like, even Hermione where it's, like, they're happy, well-adjusted kids that are experiencing it. Like, Dudley has never wanted for anything in his life. But he's not well-adjusted. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So I can imagine it's a weird kind of, like... Right. He's never felt any kind of discomfort before. But I I feel like he maybe sees, like, him bullying... Like, maybe he sees, like, 
somebody picking on him, like, one of those, like, kids, like, mm-hmm. something like that. Or maybe going too far with something. Yeah. I, I just don't know what Dudley's darkest... Like, what does he see here that traumatizes him forever? Right. You know? Well, and he... I, I feel like it's wor- he gets it worse because they get so close to his mouth. Yeah, they're, so they're about like, to do the... Ki- like, they take him as far as you can possibly go without losing your entire self. Because they're about to min- administer the kiss. So it's horrible also he can't see them he doesn't know what's happening like all of that contributes to it but this is rough maybe he relives being pushed through the snakes uh, glass (laughs) that's the worst thing that's the worst thing that's ever happened anything with harry like harry like really um he's very um um, like, put off by Harry. Like, Harry is, um, like, a threat to him. Yeah. But, I don't know. But he comes out of this, like, admiring Harry. Or, like, being thankful to Harry. Yeah, I just mean, like, up until this point, like, he sees Harry as, like, a threat to his very being, it seems. Right, but I, as I'm saying, I don't think this is in relation to Harry. Whatever happens here, because... He, like, recognizes that Harry saves him. Yeah. So I think, in, and I think even if he recognized that, if it had something to do with Harry, then he wouldn't have yeah. evolved in the same way. He would still be like, this darkness is in relation yeah. to you. I, yeah, I think you were spot on when I, you're, I think, I think it has to be with him. Like, it has to go to yeah. his darkest, like, own self-hatred. I feel like also maybe when he was, like, little, he was, like, bullied and yeah. for being, like, a pansy boy. And then, like, that's yeah, what made mommies. him become a, a bully. Yeah. Yeah. These are when things get sad for Dudley. But, you know. Um, like, I can't imagine going through that. And not having any sort of awareness of what was happening. Right. Like, that... Dementors are scary. Especially if you don't... Aren't in that world. Yes. And, yes, Mrs. Fig! That was my next note. That was a happy note. Mrs. (laughs) Don't put your wand away, idiot boy! (laughs) She's thinking what we're all thinking. Right? (laughs) Um, And then... I have a huge cue that Uh may seem obvious, but I just am not sure. Who sends the Dementors? Umbridge. Right. Right. Umbridge, right? Yeah. To, like, in to, in order to make him use magic. magic, to make him fail. Yeah, but I think if they had succeeded, she wouldn't have been that mad about it either. Is I that think what you're getting at? Yeah. I think that's really fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, in a weird way, like, more so than Umbridge is the rest of her character. It's... It seems to be, like... She has no disregard for, like... But that's, like, proven not necessarily as much in this book as in when we see her later. Later. Like, just so much disregard for, like, people. Yes. And so that... And I think in past episodes, we've been talking about, like, Umbridge, and it's weird that she, like, aligns with the Death Eaters or whatever, and it... But, like, not really. But not... It, like, makes... Like, look what she's doing here. Yeah. Also, it's weird that she's, like does this towards Harry because she hasn't even met Harry yet right. so she has no like 
real animosity towards him, except for, like, from what she's getting from Fudge. So, it's just very... It's, it's, it, it, it and gave maybe me... maybe that's why, because she's, like, no connection to him, so it's, like, I, I don't care. Like, it's, like, I'll throw these Dementors at him. So, it's so, like... And two of them. It's conniving. It's, like, little, it's a, it's a very, like, Game of Thrones move. Yeah, it's like, like Cersei she, Lannister. It's a, yeah, it's a Cersei, but it reminds me of also, like, um, like the grandmother. Um, of Tyrell. Um, Robert from the first book when he's like trying to get rid of um, Daenerys when he's like doesn't know her, hasn't even met her, oh, senses yeah. the threat, and sends uh, Jorah to like kill her, and it's like that was so unnecessary, dude. Like nobody yeah. asked you. Also, like, one man v. an entire Dothrak. Like, you thought that these Dementors were gonna... Yeah. Umbridge sucks. <laughs> the end. End of story. Did you have a cue? A quiz question for yeah. you? I do. Okay. That was the one thing I did. Nice. What time does Harry wake up? 5 a.m. Yeah. Whose house... Is the gang going to tomorrow? No idea. Not Big D's. Gordon. His parents are out. <laughs> Not a clue. Gordon the weirdo. <laughs> Gordo the Gordo weirdo. the weirdo. They, we used to call him Gordo the weirdo. And that's why he hates us. <laughs> Guys, go watch The Gift. <laughs> I've never seen it. Um, how many points did you give this chapter? I'm gonna give it a 65. You're 50. Like, a 65, it's a good... It's a really good first First chapter. chapter. Yeah. I actually re- I was, like, sometimes I'm, like, eh, about recording first chapters. Because yeah. they usually don't it's have a lot of action, position. but we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, definitely an exciting first chapter. Mm-hmm. My champ is Mrs. Fig. I I assumed she was gonna be my champ champ next chapter. Oh, yeah. So I gave it to Harry for his sick burns. <laughs> I didn't want to give it to Harry because I was like, I identify with your anger, but you're also like making bad choices. <laughs> no, I gave it to Harry because I couldn't. I was really, especially last night when I needed a pick me up. I was like, oh, Harry is dragging him. Like, Mrs. Fig is the only one looking out, so... Yeah, Mrs. Fig is doing doing the work. She's putting in her time. And she's, like, helpless against, like, against anything magical. Like, she's very brave. I... Miss, thinking about Mrs. Fig makes me sad. I, I want know. her to have magic. She's the most adjusted... She's the well-adjusted. ...squib yeah. that we've met out of the two. Out of the two that we meet. Um, I give my rat to Dud. Big D. Double D. Yeah. I give my rat to him as well. To, to, to him as well. <laughs> to Tim. I, I'm giving my rat to Gordon. Gordo the weirdo. <laughs> Gordo the weirdo. Um, okay, this is a big cue. Mm. For us as a podcast. Oh, God. Do we want to continue doing the password? No. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> um... It'll be open now to listen to the podcast whenever. Um, we realized that we might have been alienating some of our listeners. 
with the password. Maybe you, like, couldn't catch up on the last episode, so right. you couldn't get into the next one. We also realized we've been holding on to it for a long time. It's, it's, it's time. It's season five. Um, the books have changed, and, and so, so have we. we. We're much more mature now. <laughs> we've grown. Um, but we are excited for the rest of this book. Next. I am. I'm excited to get angry. Next chapter is uh, a peck of owls. A peck of owls. No post on Sunday, though. Um, can we end this episode with, like, a fun game okay. that I'm bringing back? Need your book. Oh. Yeah, so since we had so much innuendo, I think it's time to try the, um, the point and poke. Um, pick, pick a page. Pick a page, and then close your eyes, and then point at something, and then you read the sentence and see if it's dirty. Um... Oh, this one's not good. Frustrated and angry, he felt at being stuck in Privet Drive this long. Or, okay, here, read it like this. Harry, though, his beha- his behavior had been very good by himself. <laughs> I just didn't pick the right part of the sentence to read. All right, you do one. Okay. This chapter? Yes. That, I think that's what's holding us, is that we only have so much... Oh, that's not the chapter. <laughs> okay. Um. He and his... Nah, this is about them vandalizing. <laughs> he and his gang spend every evening vandalizing the play park, smoking on street corners, and throwing stones at passing cars and children. <laughs> I can't do that one. Nope. I'm gonna let that one be. Well, maybe... Because there was so much actual innuendo present, it didn't suit it. It didn't lend itself well to the game. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, we tried. We'll we'll bring it back. We did, we'll we'll do it sometime later. Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you for listening. Stay magical. Charmed. I'm sh- <laughs> sure. Sure. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, if you can take a moment and just find us on social media, that would be wonderful. We're Potter Watch on Facebook, Real Potter Watch on Twitter, and on Instagram, we are Podcast Potter Watch, as well as our email, podcastpotterwatch at gmail.com. Please feel free to communicate with us at any time. About any topic. <laughs> um, and most importantly, please... Um, Give us a review on iTunes. This really helps people find out about the podcast. Um, We appreciate all the reviews, and and it helps us, um, you know, get a better idea of how we're doing as podcast hosts. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it.